Well, as Javier Guzman suggested there, the governor's race in Florida is a tight contest. The Senate race, the three-way race, the one we talked about yesterday, perhaps the most entertaining race in Florida, not a close contest. Marco Rubio, Tea Party candidate, defeated Democrat Kendrick Meek and independent and current governor Charlie Crist, possibly ending Charlie Crist's political career. But you never know in the state of Florida, which is why we asked Carl Hyacin, columnist for the Miami Herald and author of author of thousands and thousands of books. Yes, uh, Mr. Zeitgeist himself for the state of Florida, Carl Hyacin, to join us from home. Good morning, Carl. Hey, how you doing? Great. Uh, Your new senator, uh, Marco Rubio. How are you feeling about that? Well, it wasn't any big surprise. I I said from the very beginning that for Charlie to have a chance in a three-way race, there'd have to be a couple of hurricanes this year because it hit the state, because that would have given him a chance to to be governor. You know, he had his biggest spike when the BP oil spill happened. He was up, you know, he was up in the panhandle every day on the with the TV crew, you know, counting tar balls and uh, and and his and his poll numbers went up and and if he'd had a couple of hurricanes go his way, he would have been on TV every day and it would have been a much closer race, but it didn't happen. I mean, I heard some twisted analysis down there in Florida suggesting that the BP oil spill should have gone on longer, that Chris was possibly wishing that it had uh, hurricanes plus <laughs> oil spills, but well, uh, nobody wants that. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants hurricanes either, but that, those are the times when governors get to be governor, and that's the one thing he had going for him over Marco was that he, he had the governor's mansion you know, to, as a pulpit, but when not much is happening over a slow summer, uh, it, it, it was inevitable. That it, you know, even I think if Kendrick Meek had dropped out of the race as a Democrat, which there was a lot of rumors and whispers, yeah, I think even if he had dropped out, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Charlie would have had the votes to beat Rubio. Yeah, I think the numbers are looking very, very strong for Rubio there. One can imagine, though, sketched out on a legal pad in your home there, Carl Hyacin, a uh, a, a thinly veiled novel that, uh, that talks about an oil spill in the Gulf and an independent governor and. Uh, uh, the the hijinks there. Uh, it, it, the question would be: Would a character like this appear in such a Carl Hyacin book? Listen to uh, Republican Marco Rubio. We are all children of a powerful and great God, of a God who isn't always going to end. Things are not always going to end up the way you want them. His will is not always going to be yours. But I promise you this: No matter what you face in life, He will give you the strength to go through it. I bear witness to that tonight, as so many of you do in your own lives, and must always be acknowledged in everything we do and in everywhere we go. Marco Rubio, very dramatic. He's certainly, you know, (laughs) a a story of empowerment. He talked about being a a child of exiles and that he will always be a a child of uh, exiles, no matter what happens to him in the Senate. Uh, do you think he's a, a player on the national stage as a result of last night, well, Carl Heisen? I think he's been. I think he's been elevated to that. I think his his conversion to the Tea Party uh, philosophy is was rather sudden. Anyone who watched him as House Speaker here in Florida saw not much evidence of that, or in the frugality that he that he uh, now espouses. Um, but you know, the, keep in mind the Republicans have controlled the legislature. And the and state house uh, and the governor's mansion in Florida for de- for a decade, and we're still looking at one of the highest unemployment rates in the country, the, mo- the most uh, uh, disgruntled electorate you can imagine. So, uh, at, at least at a state and local level, they are blaming the re- obviously the Republicans for that. The Rubio uh, was just another you know uh, uh, just another Republican guy up there uh, running the program, uh, and and you know so he sort of evolved into this Tea Party darling. And after, you know, after Charlie's 
after Charlie dropped out and, and the, the primary was a non-issue, he, he swung back to the center pretty hard, Marco did, and I think he did that with Jeb Bush's advice and counsel and, and really and distanced himself from some of the rhetoric, uh, especially anti-immigration stuff, obviously, he stayed away from that, um, which, you know, isn't going to help you in Miami if you start talking about Arizona immigration laws. Exactly. That's, that's not going <laughs> to get you a lot of votes. Well, Carl Heisen, so it sounds like the takeaway here is that Rubio, even though he's a Tea Party darling, will emerge as a national figure much more as a centrist who can, first of all, deliver Florida and maybe appeal across these uh, ethnic lines that have been so divisive in in the West. Uh, Is that where you think uh, Rubio's strength lies? Yeah, I definitely think that he's got that going for him. Uh, I think that it remains to be seen what happens when he gets to Washington. As I said, his... his, uh, his resume, uh, both in Tallahassee and, and, and some of the, the way he was using the American Republican Party's American Express card, he was part of that whole mix down here, the, the scandal and uh, about the GOP credit cards that were being – people were using their personal expenses. And he was right in the middle of that. So, so his resume isn't it doesn't ring exactly true with true party principles. But, but again, it all depends on what happens when he gets to Washington. You know, and, and who knows? We've, we've had a lot of – this has been a Republican Senate seat for some sure, time. Sure. The, the, the memorable Paula Hawkins held it for a while. That's right. And she, she, she came and went to Washington without leaving a mark. Uh, or a trace. So it's, 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 it's no guarantee of stardom. Indeed. Uh, obscurity is a precedent as well as uh, rising on the national stage. Finally, the Republican Rick Scott leading over Democrat Alex Sink as of early this morning in the Florida gubernatorial race. Your paper, the Miami Herald, uh, seems to believe they're separated by uh, uh, a one percentage point, if that. Uh, are we going to hear about chads over the next couple of weeks? I hope not. It's Palm Beach County. Again, you could hear about anything. That's the real astonishing story is a guy like Rick Scott could, could – uh, could you know buy this election with his uh, you know with the Medicare of the fraud of, of the, the you know that his company was involved in. I mean it's it's quite amazing. It'll give me something to write about for the next four years. After <laughs> I'll right. have fun. Carl Hyacin has something to write about. Columnist for the Miami Herald, the, the Florida gubernatorial race too close to call. Rick Scott leading over Democrat Alex Sink. Marco Rubio, the Republican winner in the Senate race in Florida, and of course the big story: the Republicans take control of the House of Representatives as a result of the 2010 midterms. Carl, thanks so much. All right, thanks a lot. Bye bye.